County Democrat Podcast, brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calicoon, New York. Check out their Facebook, Instagram, or stop by their Lower Main Street location in Calicoon to see what fresh in-house baked goods they're cooking up. I'm Managing Editor Joe Abraham, and here is a recap of this year's election results. It was a late night for candidates across New York State and in Sullivan County after voters headed to the polls on Tuesday and participated in early voting to make their voices heard. Voter turnout in Sullivan County was high, with the Sullivan County Board of Elections reporting that over 3,000 people participated in early voting at the Government Center in Monticello between October 29th and November 6th. Large crowds turned out at polling sites on Election Day, with lines that stretched out the door. Some residents, such as those in Liberty and Narrowsburg, reported unusually long wait times of up to an hour. Some Democratic candidates and supporters met at the Tango Cafe in Hurleyville on Tuesday evening to watch the results come in, while local Republicans met at the Liberty Diner on Sullivan Avenue in Liberty with hopeful anticipation just as the polls were closing. Here are unofficial results that we had from the State Board of Elections website and Sullivan County Board of Elections website as of press time. In the governor race, Kathy Hochul, who took office after the resignation of former Governor Andrew Cuomo in August of 2021, won a full term in her own right. According to unofficial results, Hochul defeated Republican challenger Lee Zeldin with 52.18% of the vote compared to his 46.99%. Zeldin outperformed Hochul in Sullivan County, capturing 60% of the vote, but that momentum didn't carry statewide. Hochul becomes the first woman to be elected governor of the state of New York. Other notable Democrats who won re-election in the state level was Comptroller Thomas DiNapoli, Letitia James, Attorney General, and Chuck Schumer was re-elected as a U.S. Senator, picking up 55% of the vote in his race. There are also four people vying for three spots in the state Supreme Court's 3rd Judicial District. Sullivan County District Attorney Megan Galligan was one of the individuals who was elected with 164,493 votes. Gunther told the Democrat, quote, It is an honor to have earned the trust of our community and the people of Albany, Reninsular, Ulster, Columbia, Green, and Schoharie counties. I have committed my career to public service here in my hometown, and Sullivan County has supported me and my family through the best and worst of times. Together, we have strengthened and supported our law enforcement community, transformed our county's approach to the opioid crisis, held those responsible for crime accountable for their actions, and demonstrated our belief that doing the right thing is its own reward. Also elected in the 3rd Judicial District was Democrat Sharon Graff, who had 162,909 votes, and Republican Thomas Marcel, who picked up 162,834 votes. The race for New York 19's Congressional District was a close one, with Republican Mark Molinaro holding a small lead over Democrat Josh Riley as of press time. According to the state BOE, Molinaro has 50.25% of the vote to Riley's 48.07%. While an official winner hasn't been named, Molinaro has declared victory. Tonight, the voters of upstate send a message they demand a government that works for them, he said. They just want to feed their families, heat their homes, and feel safe in their communities. I'm honored to have earned the trust of more than 100,000 voters, and I'll work every day to be a worthy member of Congress for both those who did and did not vote for me. We have a lot of work ahead of us, but I'm ready to hit the ground running. Riley, in a statement, said the campaign has been one with many twists, turns, and obstacles to overcome. Our campaign will do what we've done every time we face the challenge. We'll take it head on, said Riley. Our understanding from conversations with the Board of Election officials is that we're down, but we're not out. We understand that there is an unknown number of absentee ballots to be counted, 
an affidavit ballot is to be processed. We want to be sure every voice is heard, and we're going to do that. The race for the newly constructed New York 51st Senate District saw incumbent New York State Senator Peter Oberacher, a Republican, defeating Democratic challenger and Village of Bolton trustee Eric Ball. Oberacher, according to the state BOE, received 60.39% of the vote, while Ball garnered 36.37%. Throughout the campaign, I have crisscrossed the new 51st Senate District, spending time with local elected officials, small business owners, and citizens, said Oberacher in a press release. The feedback I received was clear. A change is needed in Albany. I will spearhead that transformation, fighting back against rising spending, higher taxes, policies that put criminals first, and a failure to recognize our constitutional rights. We are losing people at a record pace in New York, and we need to turn that trend around by creating new opportunities for growth while making New York more affordable. Sullivan County now has three New York State Assembly districts within its border. The one that encompasses the largest portion of the county is the 100th Assembly District, which saw Democratic incumbent Aileen Gunther holding off Republican challenger Lisa LeBou. According to the state BOE, Gunther received 54.62% of the vote, to LeBou's 42.08%. First, I would like to thank all those who came out to support me throughout this process, said Gunther. From volunteers to staff to my family, it was truly a team effort. I want to thank the constituents of Orange and Sullivan Counties for giving me another opportunity to serve them. I will continue to be a representative for all people in my district, continued Gunther. I look forward to continuing to bring our taxpayer money back for important projects here at home and passing legislation to help improve the lives of the people of the state of New York. In the 101st New York State Assembly District, which encompasses the town of Neversink, Republican Brian Mayer, who is the town of Montgomery's supervisor, defeated Democrat Matthew Mackey to the tune of 60.19% of the vote to 36.18%. And finally, in the new 121st New York State Assembly District, which now includes the town of Fremont, Republican incumbent Joe Angelino, who ran unopposed, garnered 76.57% of the vote. Turning our attention to some hyperlocal races, a Sullivan County Family Court judge position has been filled by Jackie Ricciani, who ran unopposed and garnered 16,185 votes. I know the issues that adults and children face in family court, and I know it is important for everyone to be heard, Ricciani said. As your family court judge, I will always strive to act in the best interests of our children and families. Over in the village of Woodridge, it was a three-person race for mayor, but incumbent Joan Collins captured 59.11% of the vote, holding off challengers Nolan Ackerley and Stephen Levy, who got 25.91% and 14.57% respectively. In a statement, Collins said, quote, Thank you to everyone who supported me with their votes, encouragement, and their hard work. I'm looking forward to serving the Village of Woodridge residents for another two years. In the race for Village Trustee in the Village of Woodridge, four individuals ran for two open seats. Securing those seats were Ronald Cates, who had 160 votes, and Yakov Levine, who had 146 votes. Heading west to the town of Fremont, Anna Malucky, who ran unopposed for town justice, received 400 votes and was re-elected. And finally, voters in New York had a big decision on the back of their ballots by deciding whether or not to approve the Environmental Bond Act. Statewide, it received 59.01% of the vote compared to 28% who voted against it. More information about the $4.2 billion project will be in next week's Democrat. And to conclude in the town of Tustin, residents had to vote on two cannabis-related 
propositions regarding the prohibition of cannabis distilleries and on-site consumption locations. In these cases, a no vote resulted in a vote in favor of cannabis-based businesses. And for both proposals, it was the no vote or the in favor of cannabis vote that carried. That does it for this episode of the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast, brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calico, New York. You can head to our website, scdemocratonline.com, for a full list of election results. And we'll catch up with you next week with the latest headlines.